Welcome, listeners. I'm Justin Makarevich, Associate Director of Employer Relations at the Graduate Career Management Center of the Zickman School of Business at Baruch College. Thanks for tuning in to this episode. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Really excited about um, this next episode of the GCMC podcast. Um, speaking with alum Ben Gutman, who not only teaches also um, at Baruch, which is which is great, and we'll let uh, Ben talk about that, but Recently, uh, Ben wrote and released a new book on messaging communication. We'll also let Ben talk about that and really want to get into a discussion about how this impacts um, students, student careers, the way students also present themselves and just communicate their value add, the way they communicate in life, the way they communicate at work, um, just in general. So, Ben, thank you so much for making the time and for, for being on the GCMC podcast. Excited about talking with you. Awesome. Thanks for having me, Justin. Yeah. Yeah. So just to kick it off, if you could, Ben, just introduce yourself, um, since I know listeners are going to be interested in your background. Oh, yeah. So uh, you did a good job introducing me there, but uh, I like to say I'm like, I'm mostly CUNY. So my <laughs> my parents met at Queens College, my, nice. uh, like, like their senior year, the last week of senior year of college. Um, uh, I went to Brew College uh, as an undergrad uh, right. a years ago. I went, um, I worked at the graduate center for a while. Um, and now I'm a, a faculty member uh, in the marketing department here at Baruch. Uh, and I also married a, a Baruch alum who is no currently way. getting her second Baruch degree also. So I, it's a lot, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I love CUNY. Uh, I love Baruch. Uh, and um, beyond that, though, I so in addition to teaching in the marketing department, which I've done for what is going to be my 19th semester in a couple of days here. Wow. Uh, which is what crazy how fast I go. As well? So I teach uh, digital advertising, marketing 45, 57, if anybody cares about that. Fantastic. Uh, but it's a lot of fun. It's for undergrads. It's mostly seniors. And I try to give as much of an overview of digital marketing and like the industry and running a business and getting a job and how the, you know, how to pitch clients, all those things. Uh, I try to cover my class. And so it, it's it's one of my favorite things I do. I've been doing it for a long time. Uh, I only teach one section a semester, but it's it's the best. Amazing. Uh, oh yeah. And outside of Baruch, what do you what what do you do too? Yeah, so uh, I guess I buried the lead there, which is um, <laughs> I, I ran a marketing agency called Digital Natives Group for about mm-hmm. 10 years uh, until we sold it recently. And it was a lot of fun. I started basically right out of school with a couple buddies uh, and uh, actually with the help of an old Baruch professor too. And mm. we, um, you know, worked our way up from like the local ice cream shop, local camera shop to working with the NFL and Comcast, I Love New York and the Nature Conservancy and a million different other great clients. And so that was a great ride. We sold it about a year ago, year and a half ago. Congratulations. And, uh, since then, I've, thank you. And then, so since then, I've been uh, doing some independent consulting and, and obviously writing this book. You know, one thing I wanted before we talk about the book, uh, Ben, I started my career actually on the agency side. Um, and I often talk to students about the pluses and minuses of having, say, your first job or having an agency experience. What are some of the pluses that you find? You know, I, I think there might be minuses, but I'd love to, he- I'd love to focus really on the pluses because I got a lot of pluses out of my agency oh, yeah. life. I, I'm obviously biased towards, yeah. towards that, right? <laughs> uh, having done that as well. I think that if you want to get a broad range of experience mm-hmm. uh, and figure out where you want to kind of jump into uh, next, I think 
joining an agency, especially a smaller agency, which again, I'm biased. I ran a, you know, 20 some odd person. Right. Um, I think that's a really good way to get your feet wet with not just a lot of different clients and and have exposure to a lot of different people and on that side of things, but also a lot of different parts of the agency. If you're going to some big shop, you know, I knew a guy that, you know, his first year, he, all he had to do was crop banner ads, like nine Mm. morning till night, like all day long. Oh my gosh. That's, you know, listen, you get, you, you, you cut your teeth, you make some experience that way, but that's not as exciting as if you go to a 20 person shop, 10 person shop, uh, 50 person, you, you get exposure to a lot of different pieces of the puzzle. Even if you aren't responsible for doing everything, you might be like, Oh, I understand. Now I understand what copywriting, what they do. I understand what the design department does. I understand what right. the media guys are. Um, and I think that's a really good way to, um, uh, to figure out where you want to jump in head first. And I also think that the pace of things in an agency tends to be a lot faster than in-house. And if you're looking to kind of stretch for yourself sure. at the beginning of your career, that's probably going to be a good place to be. Yeah. I'll add on mine. You know, I actually work for Fleshman Hill, which is under Omnicom. So, you know, mm-hmm. really large network. So not the 20 person agency, but, you know, one of the, just to go off of what you said, you know, one of the things of the pluses of a big agency too, that I found was your access to subject matter experts throughout the network like all you have to do is pick up the phone and they're there they're there to help um the amount of resources obviously that's that's available to you in an agency which means not only resources available the exposure also to like Mm -hmm. cutting edge technology that you might be using for for clients um and and things like that i i completely agree with you just in general though the exposure to how businesses run and 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 your role in it and i think also you know at least being risk being accountable for billable hours mm-hmm. is just makes your mindset completely different. It, yeah. I think that you understand like how a business works a lot more when you're in yep. the age than otherwise. Uh, yeah. And what you said, I, I haven't had as much exposure to the large agency stuff. I've done a, yep. you know, a little bit of work for them and stuff, but the, yeah, what you said is true too. And also frankly, the, the brand of having a large agency on your resume sometimes helps a lot as sometimes well. Helps That's a lot. one yeah. of the things that does, does tend to be in the negative column of starting at a small agency is I think you get the best type of experience and you really get to, to, to learn stuff, but it's not as like impressive as a line as having like, you know, the Googles and Facebooks of the world on there. But I think that's not, um, I, I think that's a little overrated. I think it's more important to, to find something that you enjoy doing. Um, I agree with you. No. I agree with you 100%. I'm I'm biased about it, and I I loved hearing your your perspective on it because I talk about it too. But I really want to talk to you about um about your book and 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 sort of I think your perspective and 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 theory and in on messaging and communication mm-hmm. that comes out through this book. It's a really important topic of mine. It's a really important topic of our career center. Nothing happens without really understanding the way in which an individual communicates. And, mm-hmm. um, and so I'd love to, to hear about um, why you decided to write about this. Just if we could start at the genesis of it, what, what really came up for you to, to decide, you know what, a book is what we need here. Oh, definitely. So um, I saw, you know, in my life, uh, professional life as a marketer, my other professional yeah. life, teaching, uh, of course, my per- personal life, just being a user of the world, uh, that so many people and groups have such a hard time communicating, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's the fundamental challenge in almost everything we do is is communicating. Um, and I, so I asked myself, why is that? Why why is it so? Why does something work and other things don't? Um, and it turns out that we have this bias towards complication. 
Um, you know, the mm. science backs up what we see in our own lives, right? We're, we're naturally predisposed to add instead of subtract. We prefer to needle around in the details instead of focusing on big challenges or big solutions. Um, and then what happens is all of the systems around us incentivize us to, to, to complicate more and more. I mean, we, we, um, we, uh, we, we cower into kind of the safety of complicated and that that's rewarded a lot more um, in the immediate term than, than doing what actually works. The problem is all this complication is the exact opposite of what we need to do to be effective communicators. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's this, what is this bias towards complication? Can you go a little bit further into why individuals might feel comfortable or why there's also the safety of complication that you had talked about? What does that mean? Yeah. So on one level, so, you know, the, the simple solution there, or this simply put rather, uh, is <laughs> that, uh, when you have complication, you have a lot of different things to hide behind, right? It's you can mm. hide behind that extra slide or that extra paragraph, that extra page in your website. Um, and so that's, that's kind of this shield that we put up, but also, um, you know, y- y- you, you don't have evidence of absence, if that makes sense. So if you add those things, if you add more words, if you add, if you, if you, you add the disclaimer, add the extra line and the call to action, but whatever it is, um, there's evidence of that. You can point to that and say, look what I did. You know, it's, that's, that's good for me, you know, for my promotion. That's good for me for, for, you know, getting my picture in the newspaper. Um, mm. It's a lot harder to, you know, to subtract. Uh, there's a great book uh, and a number of studies done by a researcher, Lydie Klotz uh, from the University of Virginia, where they ran all the sorts of experiments. One of them involved like Lego figures, one involved like a mini golf course, one involved a vacation itinerary. And some just involved like, boxes and squares right mm-hmm. and in all these different experiments people were said okay how do you how can you improve this thing by default all of us bias towards adding things to improve it we say we're going to add more legos to make the structure work we're going to add more holes to the mini golf course to make it better we're going to add more stuff to our vacation itinerary to make it more fun when um when in reality a lot of t- the, the the optimal solution for a lot of those things would be to subtract Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Right. And um, Ben, you you mentioned we forgot to name the title of it. Simply put, is the title of the book. Yeah. So. <laughs> that was that's that that's really good to mention there too. Um, if we if we sort of pivot this to you know obviously most of the listeners here are are students. We're talking about undergrads. We're talking about master's level students. Some PhD students as well, right? So so ex- everybody from early career to to experienced hire. Um, and individuals who are in their job search often find it difficult to effectively communicate um, what it is they bring to the table. Do you agree? And if so, why do you think that is? Absolutely. Uh, I think that going back to what we said before about, you know, being in an agency or a small team, understanding how uh-huh. business works is the one thing I have seen when I've hired people, when I've seen other, my students go out and try to get jobs and stuff is a lot of applicants, a lot of job seekers don't understand like what I put in the book as the first principle, which is beneficial. What's in it for the receiver? Mm-hmm. How does how do how are they better because of what you're saying? And people talk about, oh, I've done this, this, and this. I've got this degree. I've worked here. You know, some hiring managers will care a lot about that. But if you're talking to people that are further up the food chain, that are like the 
you know, the small business, like the owner, if you're talking to people who are higher up in the C-suite and stuff, they care about what you can do for them. They care about what, you know, how do you make the business better? It's You're not being rewarded for getting the degree. You're saying, okay, I can come here and I can raise revenues because of this. I can cut costs because of that. I can, you know, change our brand, whatever it's going to be. And uh, that's what you need to focus on in a lot of your conversations, especially again, the further you go toward, uh, up the ladder, that gets more and more important. And that kind of comes up in one of your chapters um, uh, specifically that uh, was called Empathetic, uh, sorry, the Enlightened Idiot, where you had mentioned about you're not the audience, right? And mm -hmm. you frame it within this idea of empathy. Can you go even further about, about the application of empathy as an idea? once people communicate. Absolutely. So uh, with empathy, what I'm talking about is, are you speaking in a language that the audience understands? Mm, okay. Uh, is, is, are you speaking uh, literally in the words that they can understand? And we would be surprised about um, how diverse our, our different understanding of language is depending on where, you know, what our backgrounds are. Um, also, the Oxford English Dictionary adds uh, adds or changes the definition of a word about every twenty nine minutes. So you know, like that, like you literally don't want to use words that are too complicated. Uh, that is one piece of it, but it's also like speaking like a human and, mm. and speaking in a way that understands what the needs and desires and motivations are of the receiver. And so, to what we were just talking about about uh, a job applicant is they're hiring you because they need you to solve, they need to solve a problem, right? Especially right. when you get to a smaller teams and stuff like, I really need someone to help build this database or something. Or I need someone who can, you know, be the HR manager that can, that can uh, organize the chaos here. And they want to know you can solve that problem. And they're yeah. going to respond a lot more to you speaking to them like a human and like a peer. So, you know, trying to about in the problem solving perspective, than in just saying, well, here's my qualifications. This is the coursework I did. This is the, you know, yada, yada. Yeah. Um, and there's time and a place for that type of stuff. Yeah. But um, especially, again, especially as you go with the food chain, especially as if you are in a client services role and you're, you're like pitching new business yeah. as a consultant, agency, or whatever, um, that's really what matters. It's not like, you know, I don't care about your resume. I care about can you solve a problem for me? And so, yeah, even if we removed sort of the career, the individuals who are on the career search, I mean, many of our Zickland MBAs, even Baruch undergrads you know, are working full-time, they have full-time jobs, so they're giving presentations, they're commun they're expected to communicate, even if it's not presentation, but communicate well at the jobs where they are. They don't want to leave, they, they want to be excellent communicators. What are some of the things, even if it's just to get started, that it, individuals in any, it, sort of in any stage, wherever they might be, can start to work on being more effective at communication. So, yeah. So in the book, I, I outline five different principles of, uh -huh. of simple, effective communication. I've hinted at a few of them. You mentioned one too. So there's beneficial, you know, it doesn't matter to the receiver. We talked about that focus. Are you trying to say one thing mm -hmm. versus trying to say multiple things at once salient? Does your message stand out from the noise, stand out from the crowd? Is it noticeable? Empathetic. We just mentioned, are you speaking in the language of the audience? And the minimal, have you cut out everything that's a distraction, everything that's that's more friction, that's not important? And so I would say, I recommend reading the book and getting all the details, <laughs> right. but but uh, two of my favorite little kind of hacks that I would, I would share right off the bat 
Number one is uh, be very critical of your ands and try to replace them with so, try to replace them however or or because or some other sort of causation type of um, word. Hmm. The word and fills this um, fills this hole where you can connect a lot of different disparate ideas and make them sound like a grammatically correct English sentence that just, you know, different flags. You're like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this and that. And then, but when you're, you're doing your own work, try to replace it with something like, so, and say, okay, well, does this actually make sense this way? How do I interrogate my ends here? Um, so that's number, that's number one. That's a, yep. a really and then another small kind of hack is to say, uh, remove the word help from your vocabulary as much as you can. The people don't want things uh, that help them. They want things that do the thing. Uh, I don't want toothpaste that helps make my tooth teeth whiter. I want toothpaste that makes my teeth whiter. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, the lawyers, the regulators, the the people who are the account managers are going to have issues with that a lot of times. Um, yeah. But uh, as much as you can't be more definite, anytime you hem and haw on on something like that, is this another it's another off ramp. It's another opportunity for somebody to kind of leave and disengage from the message. Great hacks. I had to jot that down for sure. Um, so Ben, we've gone over a lot. What, you know, what haven't we talked about in this conversation that you think is really important that we should talk about still? Oh man. I, I would say uh, going away from the kind of the messaging a little bit and talking more about careers is, yeah. um, Try to put that, try to put the mindset uh, on that you're in a, you're in a business. It's, they're not taking, you know, the, the employer is not supposed to, uh, you know, it's not taking care of you. It's not daycare. It's not school. This is the moment where a lot of folks are, are shifting from what I call like the escalator to, to real life. The escalator is up until this point, if you're graduating undergrad, it's, it's definitely like this graduates a little bit different. Um, yeah. But which is, if, unless you kind of screw up, you're kind of being pushed forward. Unless you, screw, you jump off, you get pushed off, whatever it is, you're going from one grade to the next one year to the next one, you know, from midterms to finals to whatever. Um, and at a certain point, you kind of, the escalator stops, right? You graduate. Yeah. And you say, I got to figure out what you want to do with yourself. And a lot of people that I know, either as peers or my students or whoever, have a challenge at that. And you know, myself, everybody has a challenge at that moment, which is to figure out, okay, how, what do I do now? And the entire point of a business, the entire point of, of a job is to create value in the universe. And so mm-hmm. if that mm-hmm. is for your employer, if that if you're in, doing independent work, if you're creating value for your community and you're working at a nonprofit, that's the important part. The What's my... You know, what you should be compensated, you know, fairly for it. You said proper work conditions, all those things are very important, but you have to put on the mindset, the entrepreneurial mindset a little bit of saying, okay, how do I, you know, how, how do I, how do I help achieve the, the goal that I'm working on? And, and how do I communicate in my, my search with that attitude? How do I communicate when I'm in a job with that attitude? How do I look at my job as saying, well, as an, like as as a business into itself, I'm exchanging my labor for for compensation. Um, how do I look at that as from an entrepreneurial perspective? All these things are are not natural because we spend so long not having that attitude. Yeah, uh, but I think right. that's part of the reason why I really liked starting an agency when I was young. When I and working on it was 
I look at everything as is kind of like, okay, I'm I'm here to provide this value. And then I it's my responsibility to be able to to get the compensation that I need um in whatever form uh as part of that. I love this idea of thinking entrepreneurially about your time and, and your contributions. I think that's a really a really healthy framework of thinking. That's great. Um, and Ben, I, you know, I, I, it just also in the conversation of walking away, you know, the, of one of those, those five elements that you described, but the, the idea of empathy where you're not the end receiver and user of this, uh, of, of sort of your communication, but you do mm-hmm. get a direct it in an empathetic way. That's going to really make you more successful, no matter how you're using communication. Oh, yeah. Um, is, is it resonates so strongly in addition to so much that more that you've talked about. Yeah. And I'll give you one more takeaway based off Please. of the book, especially. So on what you said, uh, yeah. there are senders and there are receivers. Simplify everything to that point, right? I, you know, we, we all put on both hats back and forth throughout the day. It is the responsibility of the sender to, uh, uh, quote unquote, pay the postage of the communication, right? I just love you're sending the letter. It's your responsibility yeah. to make sure that it is noticed, that it is understood, um, and that it is acted upon. It is... And so it's kind of putting out that humble hat a little bit um, yeah. and, and going from there. Yeah. It's that, I mean, in so much of this, the entrepreneurial thing that we're talking about, the empathy, everything here, there is, this is, this is, it's really, there's so much humility that I'm, I'm hearing. There's so much humility in making, uh, making people be better communicators um, in general. Ben, congratulations on, on, on the book. Um, huge yeah. achievement. I, I can only imagine what it took <laughs> and, um, and, um, and, you know, and again, everybody, it's called Simply Put. Um, and, um, and Ben, thank you for the conversation. Thank you for your insights. Thank you for discussion. And, um, and thank you for being such a supportive alum. It's great to talk to you and, uh, and take this time with you. Thanks so much, Justin. I really appreciate it. If you want to find out more, get the book, do everything else. Uh, BenGutman.com uh, has everything. I send out an email there too. Uh, and then oh, my, great. Yeah, my name is, so it's B-E-N-G-U-T-T-M-A-N-N. Uh, the name is not minimal. There's T's and two N's. Um, <laughs> and if you you check everything out uh, there, I appreciate it. And that's going to be in the, obviously it's it's in the episode description too. So, um, so you'll be able to find it there. All right, Ben, until next time. Thanks. Thanks so much, Justin. Bye-bye. Thanks listeners for tuning into the GCMC podcast, where we look to get off the record thoughts and perspectives from individuals who have been hiring managers and in hiring positions in their careers. The GCMC is here for Zicklin MBA and MS students and alumni for their careers wherever they are, so be sure to stay in touch with us.